What's going on, universe? You're tuned in to another episode of Slightly Unbothered Podcast. You know who it is. One of your half, what is it? You say half? No, one half of the co host. This is one half of the co host. Don't even give me the line. One half of I think that's how they say it. One half of the co host. But, anywho, this is your man, Reggie Reg. You already know who that is. Gilly Gil. What up, man? What up, yo? Ain't not much, man. Just living life. That's all. Hey, that's all you can do now. You know what I'm saying? Um, before we get into our, our playoff edition, because we are in the Eastern and West, we are in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Uh, but before we jump into that, uh, I just want to say my, and I know this goes for Gilly too, our thoughts and prayers for those that uh, lost their lives to that ignorant, racist, bastard out there in Buffalo that drove to Buffalo just to commit a crime, uh, a racist crime. And if you think that it wasn't a hate crime, you should die. And I can care that don't care about you because it was a racist crime. And please don't say because he's mentally, he does, he's not mentally stable. No, he knew exactly what he was doing driving to Buffalo. I'm streaming the whole thing. And live, yes. And send out a, a, and detail what he was going to do prior before he did it. But thoughts and prayers go out to those out in Buffalo that lost their lives. So, you know, before we get into the conference finals prediction, we are one game under the belt. Um, the Heat play the Heat and Celtics play tonight, game two. But before we get into that, we got to talk about the Suns getting smacked by Dallas and we got to talk about Harden not showing up against uh Miami. So we'll start with we'll start with Harden not showing up cuz the Dallas thing is more shocking. I want to hold that. Hmm. Your thing on 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 Harden. What what what's your what's your take with him cuz he only took two shots in the in the whole second half ended with 11 points. What? My thing about Harden is what it's always been. When a time gets tough, he's a quitter. And and, and the he is not the Houston James Harden anymore. So when stuff get rough and tough, he quits. He flat out, he flat out quit to yeah. not take a shot. No, he could have took 20 shots and missed them all. I'll be okay. Right. At least he tried. He didn't even try. He yeah. quit. Yeah. He, he saw it getting tough and he just quit. I don't know what he wants. He's a spoiled little brat, if you ask me. Everywhere he's been, he gets what he wants. He's right. taking that to advantage. I personally, I know he's up for what the Supermax. I wouldn't give him a Supermax just because his attitude right now. So, yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I think that's what everybody thought that they were getting when they got uh, Harden in Philadelphia. They thought they were going to get the Houston. Harden. I didn't even think they were going to get the Houston Harden. I figured that because, I mean, if you saw him play in Brooklyn, he wasn't the same Harden. But I thought you were at least going to give me give me, give me, me Brooklyn Harden. Like, you didn't even give me Brooklyn Nets Harden in Philadelphia. You can't, you can't be, you can't be and James Harden, I still think he has it. I think his game I think that hamstring injury was worse than what it was. Uh, I think that was a lot worse than what it was, and he's never really recovered from it. Now, all that can change 
next season he gets into shape he's in philly whatever but my thing with them is you didn't even give me brooklyn harden like at least give me that don't show up you only score two points and i think he has to realize he has to change the way he plays now because i still think he could get you 21 21 8 and 10 I just don't think it's going to be the explosive 21, 8, and 10. It's going to be the methodical 21, 8, and 10. The sad part about that, that 21, 8, and 10, they will not win with him doing that. That's the sad part about it. They won't They won't go any further than they went right to. And another thing that's kind of funny is the Sixers went from Ben Simmons, who couldn't shoot, to Ben, <laughs> to Charles Harden, who won't shoot. won't shoot. How crazy is that? I agree, though. I don't think he shouldn't get the Supermax, neither. Um, he doesn't deserve it. But but you know some team out there will give him the Supermax. My thing is, is who? where are you going to go now? Where are you going to go? That's, that, that's I, I, my thing. Yeah, I like how Joel said it, though. Joel said it without saying it. James Harden didn't show up, basically. No, he didn't. He didn't show up, and it and it was a game seven, was it not? Yep. No, no, no. It was a game. Was it game seven or game six? That was game. That was, no, that was game six. Game six. That's right. They won four two. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So I don't know. I I I do think that he'll come back better next year. I do think he'll, I I think so. I think he'll be a better version of himself. Now, will it be the old Houston? I don't think so. And I also think not only with the hamstring issue with him, I think also the way the game is being called now, he has to get used to not getting those calls that he used to get a few years ago. Because, I mean, he he used to go to the line almost, what, 13, 14, 15 times a game? And that drastically dropped to, what, three to five a game? And that's where he got most of his points from. So hopefully he comes back. I don't think he's. I don't think he's fallen off, fallen off, but I think it's he's almost he's almost like Derrick Rose. Once Derrick Rose realized, okay, I can't be as explosive as I used to be. Now I have to start taking my mid-range jump shot and exploding. I have to change my game now in order to stay in the league. And I, I think that's I think what he has to do. He hasn't fallen off, but he has plateaued. I don't think his game I, I, can I, get his game can't get any better than what it is. No, no, so no. Everybody oh, else yeah. is elevating. His game is just like here now. It's yeah. just flat line. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where yeah. he is now. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, the game that no one saw coming. Not like that. Now, y'all might have thought Boston, or y'all might have thought Dallas is going to win, which is, is, is reasonable. I mean, Luca was that guy. But no one saw, no one saw Phoenix getting smacked by, what, 30? Down by, down by as many as, as as 45 at home in a game seven. Um, I, your thoughts. I don't even know where to start with what your thoughts. Well, yeah. well one, I picked I picked Dallas to win. You did. And this is why I picked Dallas to win. Because what has Chris Paul done in the playoffs? And what has Devin Booker done in the playoffs? Good when question. it comes to when it comes to elimination games, yeah, they 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 haven't performed well in the elimination games. 
and that's why. And but they showed Phoenix showed it. I mean, Dallas showed it in outside of game one. They showed that okay, we're going to attack Chris Paul. We're going to get Chris Paul in foul trouble, and we're going to attack him and make and take him out of the game, which takes his floor general out of the game, which makes other people have to do work. Yeah, and that's exactly what they did from game two on. They just attacked Chris Paul. They, they attacked Chris Paul, and when they got the switch, it was either Chris Paul or DeAndre Aiden. Pick your poison. One of these, one of these two got to go. Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah, uh, Chris Paul. Since he has turned thirty-seven, his he just he just it's like he just went over the cliff. As soon as he hit thirty-seven, it was like the rest of the games were just horrible. Well, I don't even think he. Had, I don't think Chris Paul has ever been a defender like that. I don't think he's ever been like I want to lock you down type of defender. I think he, everybody's always attacked him on on the offensive side of the court. Well, not even on the defensive end. Even his offensive game fell off after he hit thirty seven. Okay. Everything. I mean, he I get had, that. He had more turnovers than he had field goals, like two of the games. Um, I agree. I think everybody. I think the problem with us as humans, and and I and I say humans as everybody, of course. We get caught up in the moment. Yes, Devin Booker is Devin Booker is that guy. Don't get I don't want nobody to think that I'm hating on Devin Booker. Devin Booker is that guy. But again, like you said, Gilly, what has he done in the playoffs? Like what like yeah, I know he had a great run last year in the playoffs. And then in the bubble, he hit that shot, but he's only been in the playoffs twice. Exactly. So he hasn't really he hasn't seen a lot. Um, Chris Paul, Chris Paul. I'm just glad Chris Paul didn't injure him. I'm glad Chris Paul didn't get injured because I mean that's how Chris Paul is in the playoffs. Is he always gets injured in the playoffs? So he was able to actually play out the the playoffs. Um, yeah, they just didn't show up. Even if they did that, I mean, Booker didn't show up. Aiden didn't show up. Aiden and um, Monty Williams, who congrats, who got coach of the year, Monty Williams. Um, they got into it on the bench. It just got ugly really quick. And Dev and listen, Luca, Luca is that guy. I don't care what anybody says no more. Luca is that guy. Luca was averaging thirty-one points. No, 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 no. no. Who's yeah? He's averaging thirty-one, I think, or thirty-nine, thirty-nine. He was averaging 39 for that series. 39 points for that series. Luca is the man. I don't know how he's going to fare against the Warriors, and we'll get into that. But, yeah, I just didn't see them getting smacked that bad at home, though. I was going to say, losing by losing by maybe 10, 10 and less, okay, I can see. But you getting beat, you being down by 40. And then Luca is just laughing at you guys. And looking, Luca had, Luca had, Luca was tied with the Phoenix Suns alone at the end of the first half, twenty-seven to twenty-seven. Well, I knew, I knew, I would laugh too if I was Luca, because not only is Chris, I think Chris Paul has blown, I think it's like five series where he's been up to zero, so he had that he really doesn't show up. They can obviously isolate him on the defense end and just attack him. Yeah. Uh, Booker's too young. I mean, he's still trying to get his feet wet in these playoffs. He 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 played the same. His game, this game was like the game he played last year in elimination. Horrible. 
And DeAndre Aiden, he's a defensive liability. I mean, when he, when they draw him out from beyond the paint, he's a liability. With all that being said, I blame Monty Williams for it, though. He's the one who I blame the most for all of it. Mm. It's his coaching. He If Chris Paul is getting attacked and we're getting beat, Hey, Chris, you got to sit down for a little bit. You get, you getting beat. We're gonna come. We're gonna go with somebody ask, else. I was gonna go with somebody else. DeAndre, okay, they that. keep switching. No, they're not gonna keep switching on us. We're gonna have to do a zone or something and stop letting Luca go one on one with DeAndre Ayton. And DeAndre Ayton played so soft. Luca was backing him down from the yeah. from the top of the key and hitting the fadeaway. Monty Williams should have done something to switch it up, but he didn't. Great regular season coach, questionable playoff coach. Yeah, I was gonna ask you if you think they should have sat Chris Paul down just to just to throw something different at him and and, and switch the switch the momentum of the game up a little bit. I agree. Like I, I'm I'm on the lines looking back on it and seeing a different perspective now. I'm kind of on the line with Pat Bev said, who's checking for Chris Paul and he should have been the one that got benched instead of DeAndre Ayton. Well, listen, I love we're going and I'm glad that's a smooth transition to Pat Bev. And I love Pat Bev because he plays for my Minnesota Timberwolves. Pat Bev was talking a lot. He really has no room to talk in, in the aspect of which no, and I'm just saying with the aspect of Chris Paul is a cone. But my thing is, is any everybody you were a cone, you were a cone to, to Luca too. Luca told you plenty of times you're too small. Uh, you're too effing, too small, all that. But I do agree. I don't understand why everybody was hating on Patrick, Pat Bev for saying what he was saying. The thing is, I think a lot of NBA players don't like when another NBA player attacks their friend that's in the NBA. Like, Pat Bev was just being honest. Like, he was being honest. No, I do not go to sleep. I don't go to sleep early worrying about Chris Paul. For what? He is not... He's not Stephen Curry where I go to sleep at eight. He says he will go get some steak, stay up, which is true. I think Chris Paul's always been that type of player where he got the keys and he could do. Chris Paul's never been a good defensive player anyway. To be honest, um, I do agree that what he was saying with a lot of play, I, they don't give Chris Paul slander like they do other players when they have bad games, like James Harden, like they got on James Harden, got on Ben Simmons. Chris Paul had five horrible games, and they were horrendous games. You got to get you got to get at him on those. You got to. You can't just let him be like, well, it's Chris Paul. He's a future Hall of Famer, top three-point guard of all time. No, he had five horrible games, and they were ass. <laughs> Pat Bev was absolutely. I think the bad thing why people got mad is because he took he took a private locker room conversation and put it out. I mean, that's I mean the guys in the NBA they all have these conversations about Chris Paul and other players, but they don't let the media know that they have these conversations. I think that's more what it was. He just said what we talking about in the locker room, or in the game plan, and then he said it on national TV. But my thing is, is my thing is, is how is that how is that locker room how is that taking something out of the locker room? All he was saying is. We don't, no one is worried about Chris Paul. It wasn't like he was, it wasn't like he was saying anything intimate or anything really serious that is being said that was a code in the locker room. He's still calling him a Hall of Famer at the end of the day. 
But he just said he like he a Hall of Famer, ain't but ain't nobody losing sleep over him. Now, did you hear about how how his story or how his hate or his feud with Chris Paul started? Yeah, because he, he said he dogged him at the LeBron. What I think LeBron James camp or something like that. He dogged him, and he dogged said he asked LeBron. He said he asked him. He said he dogged him. You see LeBron. You see LeBron didn't say nothing because he knows probably he knows it's true. Like, yeah, LeBron ain't gonna say nothing against his friend, his homeboy. Because, exactly because he knows it's true. Because I believe if it wasn't true, LeBron James would have tweeted something about it. But he knew what time it was. So. Um, no, saying. Back to the Suns real quick. Do you think that they're going to give DeAndre Ayton the max? Or you think DeAndre Ayton's going to try to leave and go somewhere else? Try to leave go somewhere else. Was, he had issues before the season started with his contract. He wasn't happy with it. He definitely ain't going to be happy with getting benched in the playoff game. And they're not going to give him the money. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, now we're in the, we're in the conference finals. Boston. Um, oh, let, let's get let's before we get into the conference fun. We already knew what was going to happen with the Warriors Memphis. I actually Warriors Memphis series. If John Morant doesn't get injured, do you think it's a completely different series? No, same series, same amount of games, same amount of games, same series. Okay, your take on the Milwaukee Bucks. And Boston Celtics series. Um, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton was missed. That was it. Yeah. Chris Middleton's. Uh, Giannis needed somebody else. Drew Holiday didn't show up. They didn't have uh, Tucker this year or anything like that this year. Middleton not being there hurt them. You think Tatum has taken it? Has taken that next level? Think Tatum is an All Star now, or not All Star, but a superstar? Because he was on the threshold. He was a star. I think. I think personally took a superstar status. I mean, you went through KD. I mean, you went through Giannis. It's not his fault that Middleton got injured. You dropped 49, you dropped 49 in a game six on the road. They don't play well. Boston as a team plays great defense, which elevates his game on the offensive end. He is an all-star, superstar, whatever you want to call him. He is all of that. But he's all of that just because they play so well as a team on defense. Okay, now that let's get to the conference final. Boston, Miami, Warriors, Mavs. These series is 1-0. Boston and um, Miami play tonight, game two. Um, how did I say what do you how do you think the series is gonna go now that Marcus Smart I think he's out again this tonight? I think Horford's still out because of COVID. Uh Smart's out because of a foot. Um, or at least Smart's still a game time. He might be a game time decision. I still got the I still got the the Celtics in seven. I'm a little a little wavering on that there. Because after what happened in game one, I, I don't know. Uh, I got the Heat in six. Okay. Uh, mainly because the Heat can play. I mean, it all depends on when Marcus, when Marcus Smart comes back. Mm-hmm. 
Now, either way, I'm going to have the heat. But without Marcus Smart, that defense that Boston plays is a little hindered. Yeah. And Miami has all – Miami pretty much has all their major defensive plays. So, I believe – and they showed it in the third quarter of the other game, the other game, how they just pretty much just stopped Boston from doing anything. Other than shooting free throws, they stopped them from doing anything in that third quarter and just won the game off that. If Miami can repeat that, yeah, which I think they can for his defense a while, they got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got I, it I want seven, and I want Celtics to win, but like, if, if Smart isn't playing, if Smart doesn't play, if Smart doesn't play game three in Boston, he, he he's going to win the series. Um. Because the Celtics, I mean, the Heat are supposed to win these two games at home. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, you got home court advantage. You should win the first two games at home. But if if Marcus Smart can't go game three, I say I say Heat. I say Heat in five. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with my Celtics and se- I'm going to stick with the Celtics in seven. But I'm just let you know I'm not 100 percent confident in that right now. Nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. Um, Warriors, Warriors, Celtics. I mean, Warriors, Celtics, Warriors, Warriors, Mavericks. I think this is over in five. Um, I don't think, I don't think Dallas, I don't think Dallas can, can play defense against the Warriors offense because they move way too much. They move too much on offense for Dallas. I think that's going to tire out Dallas's shooters on the offensive end because you got to chase around. Not only now, not only do you have to chase around Clay and Steph, but now you got to chase around Jordan Poole along that. And you know what Draymond Green is going to do? Draymond Green is going to get it out and go. So I, I got Dallas. I got I got the Warriors in five. Dallas will eke out one. Luca will have a big game and go crazy for one, but that's it, man. I just don't see it. I think, and and I believe that the Warriors have more bodies that they can throw at Luca than the Suns did. So, uh, I got going to state in five. Uh-huh. Similar reasons why you say that. But my main reason is Luca is a liability on the defensive end. Who is he ever? Is he not? Who's he? Go- I'm okay. He's not going to guard Steph because yeah. that's not. It. He's not going to guard Clay. When Jordan Poole comes in, he's not going to guard him. So that leaves him on with Andrew Wiggins, and I think Wiggins can t- can score on him. Wiggins yeah. scored that proved that night. Wiggins played awesome the other night, and that Wiggins Wiggins is going to be the key. For, I don't think it's going to be key, but him being able to just dominate Luka on the defense, I mean, on the offensive side of the ball and on the defensive ball is going to hurt them so much because Luka, he's too much, he's too much of a liability. Yeah. He can't shoot free throws, too. I, I didn't. He's horrible free throw. He's sub uh, 80 in shooting free throws. Mm. So I'm just yeah, saying, just, they, can throw, they can throw multiple bodies at him. That's how Wiggins guarded him. Draymond was guarding him. Louie was Louie uh, helped out on defense when he drove, we came into the lane. Yeah. I think the only who didn't guard Luca 
was, was uh, Steph. And you don't want Steph going to Luca because Steph is also a liability on the defense. You know what? Hey, I take that back. I don't think I don't think Steph is a liability on defense. I think Steph plays good enough. I think Steph played now. Steph four or five years ago definitely was a liability. I think now I don't think he's a liability. I think he plays good defense. I just think I mean, of course, Luke is just bigger, but I think he would be able to hold his own for three, four seconds until the help gets there. Now go on the help. Just one on one, then no. But I don't think I don't think Steph is a liability because Steph will actually move his feet and play D. Because I mean, look, he had he played good D in the Memphis series. Well, the problem was they hide him, him a lot on defense, though. Well, they like, they hide yeah, him a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, that's the smart thing to do with Steph anyway. Is not is to hide him not because he's a liability, but to hide him because well, one, we don't need we don't need them doing what they did to Chris Paul. Yeah, because Chris Paul, I think Chris Paul just got tired on the defensive end and then couldn't do nothing on the offensive end because he was so gassed from the defensive side. So. But but Warriors, mainly because, and I think, I don't think the, if it comes down to just shooting, this shooting, I don't think the Dallas can outshoot the Warriors. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I with the Warriors playing the way they're playing and that style of play where they turn the ball over a whole lot just because they're doing so much cutting and everything like that. Yeah. Even with all of that, I don't think Dallas has enough to be to outshoot them. Yeah, I don't think so neither. I think Dallas um, has, has met their match. Um, like I said, with, with Golden State, they move. They move too much. They don't stay stagnant. They don't play iso ball. Yeah. That's the thing with them. They don't play ISO ball. Um, Dallas plays a lot of ISO ball. They have ISO, a lot they have of ISO, Dinwiddie, and Luca in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, oh god. Um, so I got Warriors. I got Warriors and and Boston. I got Warriors and Celtics right now. Now, after Game Three, if, if Marcus Smart don't play in Game Three. And, and and the Heat win it. It's Heat, Heat and Warriors. But, yeah, that's why I got Warriors and Celtics, man. I'm going to stay on the ship. I'm going to ride my ship. Warriors and Celtics. Warriors and Heat. Warriors and Heat. All right. All right. I did want to talk about one other thing before we get out of this fact. I, I want to I, – should we call this uh, – uh, I don't know. I gotta think of a title for 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 our quick our quick hitters since this is a quick hitter edition. I don't know. I think of something, but I did want to ask you: Did you listen? You already know where I'm going. You already know where I'm going. It's been five long years since my man Kendrick Lamar, K Dot, aka Kung Fu Kenny, aka that guy, dropped a project. Did you listen to Mr. Is it is it Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers or is it Big Steppers and Mr. Yeah, Morale? whatever it is. Oh wow! Don't disrespect, bro. Really? Yeah, I'm a fan, but it's like uh, I'm sorry. I, I I am a fan. He has a he has a he has songs that I like, and I like the content of the song. 
It's one of those albums that you have to listen to the content of the album. It's not a song. It's not an album where it's not a good kid, Mad City. It's oh, not at all. But why does everybody, totally, but why it's does totally. Everybody, like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay, okay with it being. Okay. I'm okay with it being something different. I'm I'm okay, totally okay with it being different. However, I'm not gonna be. It's a hard album to like. If I'm going to go to work, I want to get amped up for work. I can't get amped up for work well, off that yeah, album. Well, well, you we all shouldn't have known that. I mean, come on, no, man. I, I, I just couldn't get it. <laughs> I mean, my man's been gone for five years. Within the five years, he had we had the COVID where everything was shut down, so you had a lot. George Floyd was going up. Okay, George Floyd. George Floyd was going up. George Floyd was. Uh, George Floyd was going up. George Floyd was passing away. Passed away. So a lot had gone on. I don't know why everybody was going to take this album and think that it was going to be one a good, like you say, a good kid, Mad City, or even a damn where you could you can you can bump to it. I already knew he was going to come. He was going to come the way he came. I didn't think he was going to come. I didn't think he was going to touch subjects that much, as in yeah. I didn't think he was going to get that detailed into it because all he did, and if you look. He knew what he was. He was. He's very, very fucking calculated. Very, very calculated. Because all his albums have all dealt with him and his life, and then what's going on around his life. He never steered and and was the media. You know the uh, not the media. What do they call it now? Uh, the radio hits. He's not about yeah. the radio hits no more. I did like the subject. I did like the subject matter, and I agree with you. It's one of those albums where you have to, you can't just listen to it one time. It's going to yeah. take you, it's going to take you at least three, four weeks to like really, because I mean, he hit some, he hit some subjects. Listen, I was listening to the album and some of them subjects started putting me in my feelings like, yo, like I really. Uh, what's the name, Dave? Father Time? We're yo. talking about daddy issues? I'm like, wait a minute, do I got daddy issues? Wait, my daddy was there, but you know what? He was there, but he wasn't there. But like, okay, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. Let me rethink this. So that was he had a lot. He had a lot of, but it was, but that's what I think I like about Kendrick is not only is he a great storyteller, but he puts a message into his in his songs that 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 we need. Now, of course, it's not going to go well for everybody because everybody's not that. But Kendrick Lamar is an artist. Kendrick Lamar is a he's he's who he's a uh, I put him in the categories of Prince. Artist wise, as in putting out artist wise, Prince, uh, I'll even go Michael Jackson. Uh, I'll even say Kanye West, because if you be honest, Kanye West had a body where from from grad. I'm talking about. Name one project with with Kendrick that was bad. All five of his projects have been good. No, I, 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 I'm gonna say you know I love Kanye, so uh. but that's the same thing with Kanye though. But I'll look what you had with Kanye. Same thing with Kanye. Kanye had graduation. Wait, the first one was graduation. No, college dropout. No, college dropout. Uh, no, late college dropout. Late registration. Uh, graduation. Uh, I think four. Uh, heartbreak. Four or four was next. And then I think he he then he's no I don't I don't talk about the other albums. But but what I'm saying even even those four uh, was good though. Even though the dark oh my, oh dark kid oh dark fantasy was good too. But that's what but I'm saying those, those five albums 
were great albums. Right. You know what I mean? And it's it's rare to find that. And I think Kendrick does a great job of just ex- this whole album was basically him telling you, listen, I, I have issues. I used to cheat on my wife or cheat on my fiance. Listen, I yo, when he said, listen, when I F white girls, I was doing it uh to get back because I might be racist. Um, which others uh the not what not die hard was good. I like die hard, but the uh the one with him and the girl. Oh yeah, uh like we cry together, somebody like, go up boy. Yeah, yeah. That conversation, <laughs> yeah, yo, but that'd be some real conversations though. Yeah, have you seen? I tell you what, this album reminds me of about how honest it was. Have you seen the uh the Gerard Carmichael comedy thing? His his latest one? No, I haven't seen the one. That's the okay. one when he came out, right? When he came out, yes, you have, was- it's not it's not a comedy. It's not a comedy show at all. It's really him going through therapy on stage. You can see him taking pauses and interacting with the crowd. And he's really just expressing himself in a way that is a therapeutic to not only him and to the crowd. That's what this album is like. This album was hard therapeutic for Kendrick, but also if you listen to this album, it's so, it makes it so relatable. Like, yeah, I go through the same, I went through the same stuff. I go through the same stuff. I had the same thoughts and emotions and feelings too. I, I like this. I like when artists are able to do that, but you have to watch the, uh, what's the name? I will. I watched the Carmichael. have to watch the Carmichael. Yeah. I mean, of course, everybody ruined it. And he come. He he tells a lot, a whole lot more yeah. about his personal life than just him coming out as gay. Yeah, but that is a very. It's, I want to call it a comic, a comic special, but it's very good. It's very good the way he did it. So yeah, no, you know, if you really because listen, because like I'm a big Kendrick. Kendrick Kendrick is Kendrick is my second favorite. Like well, two Jordan 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 or Tupac is like Jordan to me. Everybody liked Tupac. Every, you know, you can't say Jordan was your favorite player. Obviously, everybody was a Jordan fan. Just like I feel like majority of people were Tupac fans. So you can't say Tupac was my favorite artist. So Kendrick is my f- second favorite artist behind Little One. So you know I listened to the album about five, six, seven, eight times in like two days. That's all that's been on repeat for me. I, like you said, I th- it, it was therapy. Because if you listen to the whole album, he's talking to a therapist. There's mission of, I think, his fiance saying, you need to go to therapy. I don't need therapy. And then he goes into the song and he expresses himself. And I think the album is flipped. I think it's, I think, uh, Big Steppers, even though it's called Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, I think Big Steppers is the first album and Mr. Morale is the second album. Even though well, even though Steppers was on the first one, I think that I think it's flip-flop. But I like the album. I think it was once again, it was a masterpiece. It was the last one on TDE. And I think the audience, I think you have to really listen to the album and like listen to it. It's almost, I almost put it in the category with To Pimp a Butterfly. Because everybody... I didn't like Pimp a Butterfly. Huh? I did not like Pimp a Butterfly. Nobody liked it, but I liked it because of the content of it, where he was going with it. I think that's what I like about Kendrick. Because Kendrick could tell you some stories. And before we get out here, I do want to ask, 
What did you think about the heart part five? Did you watch the album? Did you watch the video? I watched the video. Seen it. It was a good. It was a good concept. Seen it done before though. So yeah, yeah. I thought it was a good concept, but it was. was, I don't know. Deep fake is going to change the whole whole world now. Deep faking, but yeah. I like the lyrics better than the song. Well, yeah, yeah. I like I like what he did. I I I had to go back and watch the video. When I first watched the video, it threw me off because he started changing faces. So, of course, once he changed the lyrics faces, match up, though, the, the lyrics match up with the face changes. And, and that's what I was going to say. The first time I watched it, the faces changing threw me off. And I almost stopped listening to I stopped listening to the lyrics. And then when I went back and listened to it and how he, he would change the faces with the lyrics. And lastly, I think. That that Snoop, the. The Nipsey Hustle, spot on, spot on. I don't think anybody needs to say anything else. God rest his soul. I think we can now just let Nipsey be Nipsey now because that was a perfect way. And it was dope how it seemed like it was Nipsey's rapping and not Kendrick. Yeah. Uh, Last thing for me, Kyrie needs to shut the hell up. Kyrie does. We got to listen. We got to have a, we got to. Yeah, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. you finally think Kyrie needs to shut up? You don't. You finally ain't being on his side. No, okay. no, no, I'm on his side with the whole. I'm only on his side with the whole vaccine thing. If you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, you don't. Okay. You know what I mean? Now, some of the stuff if you talk, I do got to go and watch that that um, that podcast. I do got to go and watch that. I am athlete podcast. I do got to go watch that. Um, and check it out. I I wish he wasn't on that one. I wish he was on the one with Ryan Clark, Fred Taylor. Better. Have you seen that one? The Pivot? No. Start watching The Pivot. Start watching The Pivot Podcast. The Pivot Podcast? Now, that's, that's probably, honestly, for me, that is the best podcast with athletes that is out, hands down. No one comes close to that one. Let's leave her there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave her right there. But, yo, chat. We're going to come back soon because we're definitely going to jump into the Kyrie. We're going to jump into the Kyrie madness. We're going to jump into the uh, KD because he was on David Letterman uh, talking about because he smokes now. So, you know, we're going to get into a lot on the next episode. As I always say, what we doing in 2022, all of 2022, that is. Protect your peace. Protect your energy. Again, I'm Reggie. That's Gilly. We out. Peace.